The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. On today's episode of the Cowboys Camp Fan Podcast, we are joined by Barry Grant Jr., the host of the All Even Podcast, and we discuss Sam Williams' felony and misdemeanor the fallout of the uh, season-ending injuries to Overshone and JSJ, and uh, debate whose stock is up and whose stock is down after preseason week two. All of this and more in a bunch of crackums. This podcast is brought to you by Fansided. We are the official podcast of thelandryhat.com, and if you're looking to uh, get the visual aspect of this, if you're just an audio listener, head over to youtube.com slash at CowboysCanFan, or just search Cowboys Can Fan on Google or on the YouTube, we will pop up. That's Cowboys Can Fan, you know, like Canadian fan. And if you just want to slide into our DMs, it's very easy. It's the very same at Cowboys Can Fan. And finally, um, if you are looking for more than just the Cowboys, you like sports, but you want to get it from someone else, you want to hear them chat, well, guess what? We got an option for you. That's the Grid Network, G R Y D, then the word network. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the episode. I've been saving this one for Barry Grant Jr. Crack him if you <laughs> got him. Crack him if you got him. <laughs> He's back. Barry's back. Barry's back. Barry's back. It's like Barry's world. We're just living in it, baby. <laughs> Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast. We were just saying before we got on the air, it's been a minute, man. Yeah, it's been a while, man. Like, you know, since I've won my award, you guys have, have willingly t- <laughs> keeping me off the show. I, I just, the conspiracy going on. I just want to tell everybody, you know what I mean? They don't want me to win the award for two times in a row. I get it. I understand. It I understand. actually it actually had nothing to do with that. It had to do with you bashing us for the New York wildfires. <laughs> the smoke, the smoke that came from Canada. We saw you we saw you talk shit about Canada, Barry Grant Jr. This that was you're out of the penalty box, you're back on the show. <laughs> Barry, Listen. I I sent Barry an updated image of what we've been dealing with this weekend, and he just kind of like scoffed at it. <laughs> you know, he's been throwing shit at me ever since that that take that I had. Like, you know, was, and, uh, Adam will continuously send me pictures of like nice weather and shit like that. Hey, look how it looks today. Look how it looks today. It's Trolling them. Clear skies. Blue. You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's 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 hilarious because up here it was like, uh, you know, uh, what, what what's the the end of the world is coming, and and then the next right. day. The next day, it's like blue sky, not a fucking peep. <laughs> Everyone's outside enjoying themselves. Oh, it's beautiful out today. While, yeah, while nice. we while while we have fucking smoke masks and shit over here trying <laughs> yeah. to survive. You know what I mean? Like, How is it there now? How is New York? Is the air quality yeah. back? It doesn't look like the end of the world there anymore. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great, bro. It, it actually got back like I think like maybe three days after that thing. So oh, nice. it was, yeah. you know, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that lingering of a thing. But it but like during the shit, like people were freaking out. Yeah, like you had people coming outside with their Bibles. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Like, it's coming. Yeah, it's, it's just it's nuts. Crazy. Nuts. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back, Barry. It's been like we said, way too long. Uh, we're good to be back, but we're back to football. 
Yes, sir. We're back to the main thing that the CanFan podcast talk to, talks about. Important football. It goes through <laughs> after the draft. Get that in you. Crack them if you got them over Crack there. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you We kind of went through that area of the season. You know, the draft was big. We had people on weekly. After the draft, it kind of went away. And now here we are. Yeah. We're back. We're, we're in late August. We got That's Barry right. on the podcast. And we have imp- actual important football just weeks away. And uh, a good segue into this about important football coming up. There was some terrible news that happened at the Seahawks game. And we actually watched it live. The Cowboys lost two very important up-and-coming players that the team didn't think were going to be as important as they seemed to come off as. The guys we're talking about, obviously, DeMarvian Overshone and John Stevens Jr., both out for season with their ACLs. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's, it's a you know tough loss, but you know they're, they're young players. They can be able to bounce back. Obviously, you know they were going to be in the plans this year because they've kind of worked themselves in, but the Cowboys have some depth that they can be able to um, bounce back quickly and kind of fill those spots or have other guys step up. So, you know, you know how it is in football. It's next man up, right? So, yep. so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I, I thought about it. I mean, I really, uh, I started to get a really uh, big heart on for uh, Overshone. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, he showed up. I really, and I started to get excited about how they were going to use him. The injury does suck. But the reality is we don't we're not missing him because we never had him in Correct. the game, right. right? So obviously preseason's one thing. It's still something great to look forward to and and I think it was a great draft pick. But now when we step back and I start looking, okay, well what role did he play? I still think we have those pieces in place. I mean, yep. a safety can step up and kind of play what Overshone was was playing um in some cases so and we're we got a, a lot of depth in that area and let's not sneeze um if we just look at our three, <laughs> sneeze at our, our linebackers i mean like you know remove overshone and i guess our top guys of course are lve clark and uh uh cox right yep i mean definitely a, overshone stood out as a different kind of linebacker uh compared to those guys but we still have three um Veteran linebackers. Yeah, the thing that was so exciting about Overshone is when Drabil Cox got drafted out of LSU, everyone was kind of hoping that he would have the camp and preseason games that Overshone basically came in and, and has, has done, right? This fast, rangy linebacker that finally we can kind of put out there in a spot of maybe a J-Ron curse for some speed speed stuff. And he was showing it. He was leading the charge. He was leading the chant out in, in at Lumen Field on Saturday night. It's like, okay, this kid... We might have something here with that third round pick, and then just like that, he's gone for the year. So he's he's just it, it's shitty because he. I was looking forward most to him out of any of the rookies to play. So it was kind of Thanks. it was it was a it was a kick in the dick watching that live because he walked off the field after he went down. He was laying on the sidelines. We're like, holy fuck, it's over. Showing he's down. He walks off the field. We're like, okay, sweet. Fourth quarter. Now I'm like blackout drunk almost. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Reggie Reggie Noble, one of the guys that was down there watching with us, hands me the phone, and it just says Overshone torn ACL, and my my little heart sank. Yeah, we just dropped a video where it shows our adventures at <laughs> Lumen Field, and you can see it. Uh, you can see Anth live in person, him and Alex reacting to the Overshone uh, <laughs> the Overshone needs. Classic, classic can fan lore. Classic. Um, when, when we look at these linebackers, though, the other guys who kind of got a an, an Unfortunate, but you got to take advantage of those uh, um, of these opportunities when they present themselves. And as you said, Barry, next man up, 
So the next two guys that are, are, are here in the blog and with the boys article I'm looking at, and I tend to agree these next two guys are the, are the ones who can come in and, and fill a role there. Devin Harper and undrafted uh, free agent, or rookie, I guess, uh, Isaiah Land. Yep. Which it was weird. When we were down at camp watching Land a little bit, I didn't. it was kind of weird to see the position that he fit in. He, he kind of looks more like your prototypical linebacker. He kind of reminds me more of like an Anthony Barr type than a an overshone type. But you still need those guys, linebackers. It's those guys, like linebackers and CBs. You need a shit ton of them because they both play. The main thing is overshone would have been a huge contributor on special teams, right? That's a, yeah. sure, he might not be starting every play on the defense, but he would have been covering punts. He would have been on kickoff, probably would have been on punt return, right? So now you're missing this big athletic dude. But it's just like Barry said, it's part of football. It sucks when it happens. Let's just be happy it's not, and I it's no shade at Overshone. Let's just be happy that it's not a top top Don't guy. Don't even say I'm it. Just, that's what I'm going to leave it at. I'm going to leave that. Let's just be happy it's not a top guy. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you said it right. And in regards to just like, you know, shit happens, right? But it's the fact that the the core of the team is still intact. I mean, you know, we we, we have to be grateful for that. So it's. It's it's sad. It's unfortunate, but like you know, he's a rookie. He's gonna bounce back. He's gonna come back strong. Um, sometimes you know these injuries when it happens early in your career, it, it kind of gives you a chance to kind of sit back and learn, understand the playbook, really get it. You know, really get in tune with what's going on with the organization, with the schemes and stuff like that. And then by you know you're literally coming back into your red shirt uh, rookie season. The next mm-hmm. year, you know, you can really have an impact. So yep. I, I don't I don't necessarily believe that this is going to be like a negative thing for Overshone on uh, Stevens. But, you, you know, it's just more of just, hey, listen, it, it happens that, it, you know, ACL injuries are 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 like sprained ankles nowadays. Like, right? you know what I mean, like these guys, these guys get them and they come back, you know, pretty much better than ever. You know right. what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's nothing to really worry about in regards to like the tra- the trajectory of, of his career. Right. Speaking about guys getting injured and staying healthy, uh, Juan uh, Basiluto from the chat says, will J- uh, Jabby Cox be able to get playing time if he stays healthy? So now that oh, we yeah. see a couple of these players. I think he should. Yeah, definitely. I think he should, man. I-, I think it's more of him understanding the scheme, right? Like, th- you know, you can have the talent, but you have to be able to understand what your assignments are. And if he can be able to get that, if he understands the playbook, if he's getting that, then he's definitely going to be able to see playing time and get snaps if he's healthy. But it, it's it's all about health and and, and awareness with, with Jabril, uh, with, with, with uh, Cox. And um, the other guy on that ACL exit, unfortunately, John Stevens Jr., who was having a great preseason uh, and, yeah. and training camp. I mean, we were pretty excited. They were at the point that they were talking about, well, either McKeon's gone or they're keeping five tight ends. Like I mean, that's how good that guy was. Do you think? Do you think that McKeon uh, sabotaged him? <laughs> Tanya Harding him? What? Well, I think that the honest truth is they they would have ran four and McKeon would have been cut. Yeah. So this kind of you know saved him his spot on the team. Again, it's okay, like he was probably seeing. He was probably heading to the practice squad anyway, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Well, this and the thing here is like with McKeon and the guy and Hendershot and. Scooney and uh, Ferguson. These are the four guys we were kind of expecting to go into camp. Yep. Stevens had just blown everyone away. Like he was had just been so good that it was like, holy shit, who the hell is this guy? Now you're thinking, man, this he's totally fucking with the clone zone. He's like, he's getting rid of one of these guys and he's the new clone. We're bringing him in. And then his ACL just goes. 
And it's 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 another guy that I was super excited for because at camp he just looked like one of the best players live. So it's just it's here's, super shitty. Here's a, here's a question for you guys, right? If 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 Stevens can be able to come out of nowhere and impress the hell out of us like this, right? Does that say more about Stevens, or does that say a lot more about the the tight end room that we actually have? That's a good That's question. A good point. I I think I think it's probably. I mean, look, I I don't. I never thought that we had any uh, superstar tight ends, so there was always that room, right, for someone to show up. Yeah. But I do think that Stevens did play, yeah, it's preseason, but he, and maybe I was drinking the, uh, the Kool-Aid everything? as well. <laughs> I was drinking everything. No, but I, the, the, uh, the Kool-Aid. Um, but, yeah, I think that he was impressive. They put his, they put, they put him, that. they put him and Hendershot, like, side by side, just their physical attributes, and he pretty much just absolutely blows Hendershot away in every single physical attribute. But, I mean, we also haven't, I mean, we are liking the way uh, JSJ was looking, but we haven't really got a chance to see Scooney as a sailboat uh, get some some solid snaps because he's been injured. And even when we were out at camp, we barely saw him. So, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, as Alex was saying, the tight end room isn't phenomenal. I mean, Dalton Schultz will uh, tend to disagree with us. That's why he blocked us. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, it was ripe for someone to take it. I think the battle this year from what we were feeling was going to be between Fergalicious, Scooney as a sailboat, and JSJ. And now I think it's just going to be Scooney as a sailboat and Fergalicious to see who's going to take that that clone zone captain spot. One one kind of concern, and I just kind of thought of it, um, is is Hendershot. He's been so quiet. Like, is this good or is this bad? Like, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not good. Uh, he hasn't done much, to be honest. Ferguson in, with his time in there, and this is why I thought when I've never I never really thought is had Stevens be had been this good or is our end bottom of our tight ends this bad until Barry kind of said it, and it kind of gets you thinking gets you thinking a little Barry, bit. Barry just held the Matrix position to you. He said, don't just try to bend the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> bend it around or whatever the fuck they're talking about. But you know what it is? It, it, I, I definitely want to see how this plays out because we all know that Dak Prescott loves his tight end targets, right? Yep. And he loves his tight ends. He loves right, them. exactly. Loves his tight ends, right? So it's if we if we don't have any reliable ones how is how is the offense actually going to look right like you know obviously it's, it's early we we haven't seen them play in regular season yet we you know they they could come out here and be very very productive all three of them but you know it's it's kind of concerning that we still haven't had any of the the mainstay guys that have been here kind of say you know what he's solidified his spot as you know he's that guy you know what i mean like everybody else is kind of just like you know, waiting for their spot behind them. But this is the guy. This is the surefire starter. He's the dude, blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, I, 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 I'm not I'm not too too sure about what we have here. Well, and that's man. why Stevens was so exciting, right? Because yeah. you, you didn't know what you had with him, right? Yeah. We hadn't seen him with the ones, right? He had just been burning the twos at any chance he had. So it's like, now you put that guy into the ones possibly in a few reps during a game and, and who knows what could happen. Like he was, right. I'm always looking for that guy in preseason that just looks, ha, has that thing, right? You're like, okay, this guy's clearly the best out of these third stringers, like by a lot. Right. And then you need to see the next step where, well, is he 
shittier than the, the first team or is it, does he get elevated when he gets put in with the ones, you know? And that's always the, ex- that's the exciting part of preseason for me is trying to, to see that kind of guy happen, happen with Dak Prescott. It did his, yeah. rookie, his rookie season. He was out there. He looked like the best guy on the field and then right. kind of just went into the season like that. So I always like to see that in preseason. Uh, Absolutely. Me too. Double R says TE room is going to be okay. Ferguson is going to step right into the role of TE one in his opinion. I hope so. Um, and then Llama Gamer says, when Schoonmaker scores, are we going to chant Schoon? I think, I, I, think, I think it's sailboat, or I guess yeah. sailboats don't have horns, do they? <laughs> <laughs> just like just like a sail. No, I, they got like a foghorn or something. Yeah, when Schoony throat does anything, we'll, we'll definitely have the oh, schooner is a sails, sailboat. You can say, Schoony rams into the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't ever say that. <laughs> he just rams. Now that's now, now that's catchy. Now, now it's gonna it's come catchy. <laughs> so this actually this is kind of the opposite side of what we just talked about about guys showing off and killing it in the the preseason. This next article is talking about a, our first round pick, Mozzie Smith, and should his play be a concern for the Cowboys? Crack him if you got him over there. Oh, dude, you warn me before I can give you some airtime there. Show you crack sometimes, him out there. Sometimes the sound is just. I just like to pop a question off with a. With <laughs> just, I know he does. So I'm gonna ask you, Barry. You've been waiting for a while to pop it. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Barry here. Okay, Mozzie Smith didn't have his greatest game against the Seahawks. There's footage of you know the all 22 film of him getting blown up up off of Charbonnet's big Charbonnet. Charbonnet off his big run, and there was a couple plays where he just totally got boxed out. Is it, 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 I, I'm not, I was about to ask Barry and then still answer the question. Barry, what do you think? <laughs> which he always <laughs> which does, Which I always Barry. do, which I always do. But I like it. is it concerning right now, Barry? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think it, it, the thing is, you know, we have such high expectations for first round picks every year, but everybody has their own learning curve, right? Some guys learning curve might take a, a few weeks. It may take Mozzie Smith up till week four to actually look like he's comfortable and settle and understand what's going on. So I'm not, I'm not too pressed about it because we do have a sound defense um, that gives us a chance to be able to kind of ease him along a little bit. Like, yeah, we want him to be a factor, but he doesn't necessarily have to be the guy as soon as he steps on the field. You know what I mean? So it's like, we have to kind of give him a chance to actually be a rookie and go through the growing pains of a rookie because the way he starts the season is not going to be the way he finishes the season, especially if his talent shows out. So I'm not too pressed about it. Look at Micah. Look at Mike in his first, first season. Right. He didn't obviously at the end of the year, he was looking like the best player in football, but I think right. he went three or four games without even registering a sack. Tom, yeah. Brady, Tom Brady made him look stupid. The first game, a couple times, just looking him off the ball. That's Micah right. Parsons. That's arguably one of the best players in the NFL right now. Right. Yeah. It takes so, time. So complete, completely like this, the NFL's, the NFL's the adult table, right? It's the, it's no fucking around. So he's definitely going. Mozzie's gonna have that 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 kind of period, and that's why they play the preseason. But he's gonna have that period of time where he needs to get his feet down and and figure out how they're trying to scheme because they're gonna try to scheme him, right? Yeah. They're gonna try to scheme at him. So I, I'm not. I don't think it's worrisome yet. There's two things that come to mind that give me uh, keep keep me on the um, off the the concern bandwagon, I should say, is number one, the way that people learn. So I'm not ever trying to compare myself to Mozzie Smith, but but one way is you need, <laughs> to, do, you need to do it to kind of elevate your abilities. If you're only playing with a certain level, it's really hard 
to know what you need to do to get to the next level because you're so dominant. So yeah. him being playing in the NFL, he's gonna he's going to make those mistakes. And and if if he is a a good athletic hard um you know nose hard player, he's going to uh, elevate his game. It's also the combination of who you're playing with. And so him being out there with a better team, if he if he is, say, the weakest link on that line, um, which obviously, you know, you'd, you'd rather have zero weakest links, but someone's got to be, then that's going to, that could also motivate him to be like, I need to step it up. I need to push myself, find that extra gear I didn't know I have. Uh, so I think, like, those, those two things... Uh, not super concerned, and I would probably wait until like week four to see what we really have here. The other side of this whole thing, though, is what are we expecting from Mozzie Smith? Are we expecting sacks or my expectation? I'm pulling an ant right now. The answer that I'll, I'll be given <laughs> is I, I expect him to increase other people's stats. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. That's, that would be the gauge for me. Yeah, like he, he he can be one of those guys that just kind of like eat up the line and 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 create holes for other people. Like there's there's different roles for everybody, man. And I think with the NFL now, especially you know the 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 modern NFL, is that we want instant impact. Like you know, hey, you're a rookie, you get drafted. We we need to see you. Like sometimes guys take a while to get their footing. Like look at Jalen Tolbert. Tops. We were shitting on that kid last year. Yep. He yeah. was not he was not physically ready for the NFL. He wasn't mentally ready for the NFL and it was too fast for him. Now it's starting to slow down a bit and you're starting to see his talent rise out. So, you know, it, it's 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 one of those things. Obviously, he wasn't a first round pick, so there's more expectations. But even still, everybody's learning curve is different, man. And we just got to give this kid a chance to kind of find his way. What's up, Canfanomaniacs? And thank you for listening to this episode of the Cowboys Canfan Podcast. But if you're only listening, you're just getting half of all the gold. Come check us out on YouTube every Wednesday and Sunday. YouTube.com slash at Cowboys Canfan. Or just search Cowboys Canfan on YouTube or Google or go to CowboysCanfan.com. You will find us every Wednesday and Sunday. We hope to see you there. Peace. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, I mean, I think all of our sentiments are 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 tr- are on the same path. We want to make sure our guys are getting the uh, ample opportunity. And yeah, I mean, first round picks, you do have a little bit more pressure. You expect yeah. that they're going to kind of get associate- the fuck in there and ball out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. But that that's exactly what we that's exactly what we're wanting to say. I also don't think it's it's preseason. Like, let them make the mistakes now. I mean, right. This is the time where you get in there, and if you are facing ones. Uh, okay, no big deal. We know we know where you can shore it up. And if you are facing twos or threes and that's happened to you, well, you definitely better fucking start. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Look, some of these guys who go first round and they're getting paid the money, it's, it, let them get humbled a little bit. Well, and the, yeah. good, the good thing about this is it's not a strength thing. You've seen his workout videos. The guy's probably the strongest guy out of the draft class. So it's not a, it's not a strength thing. 
it's uh it's a it's a technique thing, right? Yeah. So what's going to happen is thing. they're going to they're going to throw stuff at him that he's never seen in college, right? They're going to they're going to do a bunch of shit that he thinks the ball's going one way and they're going to totally blow him up going the other way, right? He's going to get pushed off the ball. The trick is you have it happen to you. Now you have the strength and speed next time to get back past that. So it's 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 right. learning and adapt. So the the one good thing for him is He's got the strength and he's got all the physical attributes to beat that. It's just getting the experience and hey, it's 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 growing pains. And, and we have to be confident with with the surrounding cast that he yes. has in terms of coaching and players. Like he has all of the tools available to help him accelerate his technique to the point where it needs right. to be. So yeah, that's what a grade seven network in the chat uh, is saying. Mozzie Smith is another chess piece for the master of chess player Dan Quinn. Our, our boy, two-time CanFan Award winner, Baji Eric, is saying, I'm expecting the Mozzie effect. Parsons and D-Law will have career-setting years. So, yep. Ooh, I like it. Uh, I, I think, yeah. I career think, year for D-Law. I like it. Wouldn't that be something, huh? Coach Law. So we're, we're, all, we're all saying it's not n- nothing to worry about. Here, here's just one comment. Oh, here we go. That I, uh, crack just, me if you got him, man. Crack me if you got him. Crack me if you got him. So I don't know who bro, uh, Brian... Broadus is, but you know, I really like that He's a name. big Cowboys guy. Big. He was a scout for them for a long time, and now he's kind of moved. I think he works for 105, the three, the fan. Yeah, don't embarrass B- me. Next big, time like big that, Cowboys AJ. guy though. But he's good. You, you like? Hey, this you is like my him. third season, dude. I know our third season. This is third season. Our third season. And guess my, what? My, I didn't know who Brian Broadus was either. So I'm, I'm glad you asked it instead of me. <laughs> I'm asking for an extension at the end of this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but, re-sign. Let's re-sign him before his fucking five <laughs> yeah, years yeah, is up because yeah, he went first round. Actually, second round since he's BWB too. Anyways, go ahead, AJ. Jamie Morris here online asks, is Mozzie who he uh, uh, is? Okay. Is Mozzie what he is? Should we not expect a lot? Gotcha, Bay. It's just a weird way to ask the question. But so, and then Brian brought his weird. Is Mozzie what he is? That is weird. <laughs> Should we not expect a lot? <laughs> hey, I get it. You're speaking in tongues. I huh? feel like people ask that about me a lot. Should we not expect a lot about that? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> we get DMs all the time about that. Should we not expect a lot from the dude on the couch? I mean, the first round pick thing is what everyone is up is rightfully uh, up in arms about. Uh, but Brian says two things to watch. How does he play the ball at him and do the guys behind him make all the tackles? If you see the ball bouncing to the edge, he's doing his job. He's actually playing doubles better than singles at this moment. Which is crazy. Interesting. And that's a leverage thing again, right? Because when you have when you have two guys, there's only one way to push. And they right. can't go they you're, can't Yeah, you're going yeah. you're going in the middle of them and you're yeah. gonna go as fucking hard as you can. Don't point at me. I'm pointing over. I'm pointing at someone. I'm pointing at <laughs> both of you. I'm about to mozzie Smith the fuck out of you guys right what, now. Get, 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 get bo- barreled over. Is that what you're going to do, bro? <laughs> no, only single though. But that's the issue. So right now, when he when he's getting double teamed, it's not hard for him because he knows what he's doing. The issue right. is when he's getting attacked from an angle that he's not expecting. Mm. Well, that's why I said when you were pointing at one of us, little Anyways. bitches over there. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, <laughs> DH. I'm uh, not worried about Mozzie Smith. I'm not worried no, about Mozzie at all. At all. Well, we had some other uh, not-so-bueno news pop up here uh, about our boy Sam Williams. Oh, yeah. Who's been having a... Who's been having a, not a bad preseason. Or, he played very well. Yeah. He played very well last year. They, they showed with the amount of snaps that he had. If he played the same amount of snaps as some of the starters, he would have been leading, almost leading the team in sacks. Yeah, exactly. So that's so he he played great last year in limited reps, and he's had a pretty good preseason. He had a sack, uh, I believe, against the ones in Seattle, and he's just been doing his thing. He's he's been one of the guys that's we were really looking at to take that that second year step. 
Well, he's been a very bad boy, and he was arrested arrested on Sunday uh, for possession of a controlled substance. Which is weed. Like, let's just get that out right here. It's weed. Like, when I first read it, I was like, it's meth. Well, that's he the had thing. Meth. He had meth. Fentanyl. He's a fentanyl <laughs> addict. Well, He's a fentanyl addict. Like, I hate they control substance. Control. Like, come on, just put weed in the title. That's not a lie. And the unlawful carrying of a weapon. So, uh, both of these, I believe, one is a state felony, and one is the weed charge is a state felony. And, and the, Really? Uh, yeah, and the unlawfully carrying of a weapon is just a misdemeanor. That's... Absolutely bonkers. <laughs> it, 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 well, like the, the confusing thing is like you're you're legally able to carry a weapon in Texas. So why are we carrying uh, an unregistered weapon? Well, no. So the re- I, I read into that. it. I read into this while I was eating my yep. Subway at yep. lunch. So unlawful. Well, hang, on a, hang on a second. You can't just drop Subway. What did you have at Subway? I had a, a <laughs> foot long oven roasted chicken with all the veggies and some bacon on it. Hot sauce? Oh, yes. Yeah, creamy sriracha, bro. Okay. Just but uh, so I was Let's reading see. unlawful carrying of a weapon. You get that if you have if you're under the influence. So if they thought he was stoned and oh. he had a gun, that could also be the case for okay. why they called it unlawful carrying. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. But well, I don't know if it is. That's why I said we need to have a bit more come well, out about I would it. Like, like the but, but, controlled substance is very vague. Yeah, unlawful. Like you know, it's gonna be, I think it might be a nothing burger. But, the but, crazy that's a felony though. The weed thing is yeah. a felony in Texas. That's yeah. fucking well, no, mind boggling. It's a state felony, so it's. I think it just has like uh, it's just put into a category where they can give you like max like they can just give you sentences without. So I need to ask Barry about this because in Canada we don't have misdemeanors or felonies. So like, what is it a huge obvious? Is is it the way they talk about it? Is it a big difference a misdemeanor and a felony? Like, what's the 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 difference between them, Barry? Because we I don't I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's a, I mean it, it's a big difference because a misdemeanor, you know, that can kind of get expunged off your record pretty quickly. If not, it, it doesn't even show on there after a while. Uh, felony, those things stay on there, right? Okay. So it's 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 one of those things where if it's a misdemeanor, you know, you 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 won't even hear about it much after that. So it's um yeah, it's a, it's it's actually a big thing in regards to the language, the gotcha. verbiage yeah. is, is important. So like, if it's a felony, there's a possibility that he could lo- get. Well, yeah, like he might have to, you know, fine, you know, misdemeanor comes with, you know, very minimum penalty, maybe a fine, a felony can come, you know, it depends on what type of felony it is, yeah. you know, class A or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, um, right. it, it's, it's definitely different, but, uh, but yeah, depending on, you know, what the actual state is and how severe the penalty is for that felony, you know, you can probably do 30 days or you can do, you know, um, you know, some community service or whatever it is. Like it, 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 it all depends. You know, Texas, their laws are extremely crazy. Yeah. So you, know, you, you don't know. Well, um, you know well, what's what. Well, yeah. Bocce Eric says, but state laws in Texas don't apply to the Dallas Cowboys players. They can do as they want. They play for the goddamn Cowboys America's team. They're basically national treasures. All of them. That is. <laughs> That is, get this man in the courtroom when Sam Williams has to go. Uh, Bocce Eric is the uh, Bocce Eric. I would is love his, for Bocce to be his, his other hot take on on it is uh, he probably uh, Sam Williams probably had one of those squares that I gave AJ and Oxnard. <laughs> oh, that's unlawful! Unlawful carrying of yourself. <laughs> so I just before we move off this, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones makes tone deaf joke about arrest of defensive end Williams. So I just saw this Uh-oh. as we. We were about to go on air Jerry. <laughs> and 
first of all, there's, our, there's our guy. Yeah. So, so Jerry was Jerry was like, first of all, I'm seeing that he is, which is more often the case than not. This sounds a little hollow, but he is maturing, and he is. What was he going sixty miles per hour? When he was arrested this year, so he's 34 miles an hour less this year. 98 to 66. That's improvement. We'll keep working. We'll keep getting it down. That's what Jerry said. I mean, I I I think that's funny. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something about billionaires, right? They are never going to look at anything as a negative. They right. will spin everything into a positive because that's how their brains are wired. They don't think about failure. It's always, okay, what is the the, the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I got to make sure I find that and make sure I, I, I hone on that. Like, that's that's what Jerry does, man. Like, he's always going to find something to just spin it. I, I You got you to gotta salute the man for that. Oh, definitely. And I do. And I, I uh, well, Anth shook his hand. How's that stinky little palm going that you haven't washed? Hey, look at that. I haven't washed it. Smells like salt. That's a Jerry Jones signature right there, hey. fellas. <laughs> Big Jerry said, I said, hey, we're from Canada. We came all the way from down, down from Canada. He said, glad you did. No eye contact. <laughs> Yeah, didn't even look at me. Just glad, you, glad yeah. you did. Probably didn't even hear what I said. Just glad you did. But uh, I'll, I'll just ask you guys this all right now. Does he miss any games from a suspension? No. I think Max would be too. I think you you mentioned that, Anth. But I don't think so. I think the fact that he's practicing the teams, kind of. Uh, well, Jerry just really swept that under the, the rug. So <laughs> I don't see it being anything big. Be, because of the because it's really not. Nothing um, came out of it where he was like a, a, a an endangerment to another person or something like that. I mean, of course, yeah, having an unlawfully carrying carrying a weapon charge with weed or a controlled substance, it looks bad. But I bet you when you break down the facts and the NFL looks at it, they're like, yeah, we have guys who can do this, who can smoke weed in a, another state, and he can – so, like, you know, there's a lot of – Gray area. A, a little bit of a gray yeah. area. Now, that being said, it really depends on how the NFL is going. Because the NFL kind of really fluctuates what they do year to year. And sometimes they start heavy on something at the beginning. And then it's yeah. not so heavy at the end. Like, the inconsistencies. So, luckily, I don't think we've heard a lot of players getting into trouble. And that can be a benefit when it's kind of a solo incident. When they start piling up, it then the NFL sometimes feels like they have to time to crack down, that. drop the ban hammer. Yeah. Add, what do you think? It misses any games? I don't think he misses any games. No? So you're saying no. zero? Because, like, yeah, it seems like such a – it just – it almost seems like it's just a whatever. Well, I'll back this up with some stats. While I was eating my Subway, I went through and looked oh, at every single – that Sriracha cream <laughs> fucking stat mix there, dog. I went through every player that's been suspended by the NFL this year. Oh, so did you just, did you just fucking gaslight me there? Yeah, bro? I did, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, your answer is probably leaning to the right answer. That's every person, right, every person that's been suspended for um, the NFL policy, like dangering the the league's outlook, has been dis- domestic violence when it's been anything other than PEDs or gambling. So there was two right. domestic uh, violence charges that guys got suspended for, I believe, six games, and then the rest were PEDs or gambling. So nothing, I couldn't find anything even remotely close to this that someone's been suspended for yet. So. I'm going to go with no, and so, it may possibly too. But it is the Cowboys, so there is a first half for everything. Yeah, fair. 
Hope he doesn't get it. I hope he doesn't. You well, you, you look like some sort of uh, West Virginia da- damsel with that that fan over there. <laughs> you do. Hey man, this is straight. This is straight Mr. from Mr. Pettibone. This I, is straight from Oxnard. I so de- I so declare. I yeah. so declare, <laughs> so Mrs. Pettibone. Mr. Pettibone, get your hands off my bosom. I'm just glad you didn't say some fat guy from the south. I'm glad you said some dame in distress. Thank Delaware? you. Yeah, I was thinking of the I was thinking of the teacher and the water boy. Yeah, that's uh, you, right? That's that was my first thought when you said it. Yo, like, mama, don't know the fucking Colonel Sanders looking guy from the water boy. I'm sorry, Mister. Uh, I'm sorry, Mister Sanders. Whatever he says. Yeah. Anyways, but anyways, hopefully Sam Williams can get his well, his nose clean and figure it out and stop getting into to news like this. Well, we Facts. we had a little mini uh, convo here. Uh, uh, well, not here on in our uh, uh, IG chat. About is this a stock up or stock down on Sam Williams? And um, I don't know who wants to share their first thought. I thought it was a stock down, uh, and just because it's it's been multiple times in within the last six eight months that he's been in the news for the wrong thing. And yeah, Jerry made a joke about it. Yeah, he's he's driving faster this time. But I mean, ninety nine ninety three mm-hmm. miles an hour in a fifty five in a, your Corvette weaving in and out of traffic. That's some sketchy shit, man. That's that's pretty sketchy to do. And then to do, I mean, I don't know if he, obviously he got pulled over because he was speeding again. So he didn't learn his lesson. Really, he didn't. He didn't learn his lesson. He's still driving way faster than he should have been in the, in the, in the speed zone. And he had weed and a gun on him. So I don't know. I just think it's stocked down because he's not making decision, smart decision. Granted, he's a young kid. I had made a lot of stupid decisions too when I was younger. I never had enough money to buy a Corvette and drive 90 three miles an hour. And maybe if I did, maybe I would have done it. So it's hard to, well, it's hard to really like say, what the fuck are you guys doing when I've never been in that situation with that amount of money at that age. Right. Which again, I said, if I had millions of dollars when I was 23 years old, I probably would have gotten into some trouble too. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Well, purely based on just performance, as long as this doesn't have a a negative impact. I mean, I think his stock just remains the same. I don't know if it's a stock up, stock down. Obviously, you can't give him stock up off of this. <laughs> get him, get him up. He's rising. Well, that, but I, but um, yeah. I mean, if he does miss his games, then that's really bad. Because what's that like? On the other hand, though, I do uh, agree that if this is going to be a uh, who was it, Aldon Smith? Yep. Type of thing where it's like like you invest in a player spend a lot of time trying to build them into a position, and then they go ahead and fuck it up and can't stay on the field, but not due to injury, due to their off-field activity, that's a huge concern. That becomes hard to trade. You, you pretty much let him go to free agency, cut him, and he goes signs with another team and tries to rebound, right? Like, we see that uh, sometimes it works out for the player, and, and uh, but this is, a, this is an environment you want to be in, I'm sure, so... I really hope he does smarten up and we don't see any more of this shit. But, um, yeah, it's n- the whole – in another eight months, we'll see <laughs> if, yeah. he, if he does something yeah, as long, again. As long as he can break the pattern of eight months, right? As long as nothing happens yeah. for the re- – you know? And, again, it, I don't know. Barry, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I think it's I think it's a stock down but for, for different reasons. For me personally, it's more of, you know, these players are – are an investment for future, right? So it's it's one of those things where, like you said, and I agree with you that he's a young kid. You know, he's had millions of dollars at his disposal. He's going to do some stupid stuff. 
but you also don't like if you're somebody who's in charge of, you know, giving him a paycheck or, you know, signing him to a long term extension if he does produce the, the way that you want him to. Right. These are things that you have to kind of like have a, a list of things of like, OK, this is a red flag here. We need to make sure that we keep this here and don't sweep it under the rug because, you know, you give somebody money, they kind of they don't change. They kind of just like it, it only exacerbates their their personality and their character. So, you know, you have to see how it continues to progress. If he continues to be a knucklehead and he's a great player and you want to pay him, just know that this is going to be a trend that continues to happen. Yeah. So, you know, you got to it, it's like buyer beware at that point. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I kind of agree with you there, Barry. I mean, you you have a sense of responsibility when you're becoming a professional athlete who's going to get all that money, and and if you don't take the responsibility of what that means, then obviously you're gonna not uh, you're not gonna have uh, opportunities in the future. But at the same time, his boss didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at the same, so, sorry. At the same time, <laughs> well, like imagine you like doing this and being like, oh shit. Jerry's going to kill me. Like, he's going to be pissed. And then he comes out, well, at least he was going slower this time. Yeah, well, so, no, but, like, so, but, like, 93 in a 35 zone, yes, that's excessive. But at the same time, like, do you, do, was it a fit, was it 50 a block away and then all of a sudden it dropped down to 35? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to defend I know, him I've seen being, you drive. I know, I know you're not trying to. Yeah, but there's, there, like, everybody, a lot of people speed, and it's not just these football players. So, like, his, his uh, it is miles though. Keep that in mind. Right. Ninety. Put, <laughs> put, okay, let's put put ninety three into kilometers. That's like a hundred. It's gonna be like hundred and fifty kilometers. Like hundred and fifty k. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever go one hundred and fifty kilometers. That's hundred and forty nine. Yeah. That, that's yeah. fast, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you cut me off before I was gonna well, finish. Well, that's, that's fast. I just, I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think I would ever be going that speed. But at the same time. You have a Corvette. You yeah. want to let it rip? Like, come on! Like, what are we? What are we doing here? So, and then this second one here, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you, I, you got you got weed on you, and you're uh, you're driving a little bit fast, fast in a speed zone, a lot less, and you got yeah. a weapon. I think the only thing that I don't I, I don't like here is the carrying a weapon. It's like, dude, just fucking get it registered. And if you can't get it registered, right. hire a fucking bodyguard. But the, but the weed might have canceled that out, right? That, yeah, that might be the thing. I think it, he, the... he might have he might have been he, he might have been high. And then didn't get his weapon registered. I know oh, you're saying, oh, if it's a yeah. registered weapon and he's carrying, if it with- he has control substance, it might. That's the unwillful. Uh, okay, part. well, look, yeah. so, hey, this is to you be know what? TB, TBC. When to we, be continued. When we're in Dallas in uh, we'll have to in get November, a we're we'll going to find this out. <laughs> hey, uh, new Karen fan video. We're going to test the Sam Williams <laughs> scenario and see what it was. We're going to see what happens. Would we be able to get a gun in Texas? Like, would no, they give us a could, gun? No, because no. we're not a U.S. citizen. I bet you we could find a place to get well, a gun. Yeah, well, you I could mean, find a gun. We could find an illegal I'm sure you could find a place to. Get. Yeah, we could find a gun. Okay. I just legally we can't get. Well, you a don't gun. think legal? Okay, legally. Okay, that's, no, that's he, a big. He, that's a big. And, he, and even then, like we, it, it, there is a time period. But anyways, I, I, be, I believe, and please, someone fact check me in the chat. You have to if you're buying a weapon in the United States of America, you have to be a citizen. Probably, I'd hope. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you through the legal means, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I live here, and I, I don't even know if that's true, but I hope it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, qu- now, question: Be- being an American citizen, Barry, like w- growing up knowing that you have the right right to bear arms and carry, like, is that just a thing? Like, do, like, do you guys grow up 
knowing that you can actually buy weapons, it's, it's very common. When we go to the States, there's this weird unsettling feeling that we get as Canadians. It's like, man, everyone's going to shoot us. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> they're going to know that we're Canadian. They're going to hold a gun to us. That's why when you see me in the Seahawks video, I know that everyone went through a gun or a metal detector. So that's why I'm going off because yeah. I feel safe. I have this false sense of security. Yeah, and as soon as we, as soon as we got back out to the speech, Ant took his jer- uh, jersey off, put on a uh, blazer jacket, walked yeah. ten feet ahead of you guys. Yeah. Um, come on, come on, pick it up, pick it up. B- Bocce Eric saying absolutely find any gun show expo cash is king paperwork takes care of itself. So I guess hey boys, <laughs> we're buying guns when we go to Dallas. I'm so sc- I'm just scared about the. Uh, I I mean, okay. I just want to go watch Dallas play. I don't hey, want to go and. No, we're buying. I shouldn't guns. have. I shouldn't have. Uh, you brought it up. We're buying <laughs> I guns. I suggested. It's not going to tell us no when we have a gun to his head. Okay. <laughs> anyway, stock up, stock down. Preseason week two. Crack them if you got them at the Seattle Seahawks at Lumen Field. Uh, Barry, any guesses of who might be on the stock up, stock down list? Oh my goodness. Uh, Stock down. Stock up. Uh, I think Tolberg probably be on your stock up list. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, give us stock, one stock. Give us one stock down. Stock down. Oh, goodness. Mm, I mean, is Overshone getting hurt? <laughs> you know what's funny? I thought about I thought about giving that as my answer, but I just couldn't do it because I was so mad about him getting hurt. Yeah. But I did I did think about that. I was like, well, he's yeah. hurt. His stock is technically we, down because I did think that. Out. We kept that any injury related things off. I guess the off best way. Okay. So the best way to look at this Barry is is from Jay uh, from Jacksonville to Seattle. From from that point on, um, kind of stock up, stock down. Like, did they did they improve from Jacksonville or did they kind of, you know? And if you don't have a, a stock down, that's good. That's I fine. Had, yeah, I had a hard yeah, time. I, I had a hard time picking West Harder. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily have a stock down. I think if you want to put somebody out there, um, uh, I, I I can't put Deuce out there. I mean, he he's he's okay. He's a rookie. Yeah, I I don't really necessarily have one. So I'm okay I, with I that. We're fine with that. For yeah. for explanation's sake, that's a great example. You, I'm not saying that you should, but I, I think it's a, it's a good example here. Deuce technically could be a stock down because his Jags game um, was much more impressive, and I think maybe um, you could say you could make an argument that oh, he he definitely dropped. He had that uh, one nice. He had a one nice touchdown, and then he, but he could not pass block. He was out. We talked yeah. last week in the yeah. cast. I wanted to see him in some pass blocking situations, and when he was out there pass blocking, I mean, you'd argue he's not out there to pass block, but when he was, yeah, it did not look so good. Um, yeah. The, okay. The, well, the, the uh, sorry, you I was, have a comment. Well, I mean, I want to go to the, the. I'm the man of the people. I want to give some answers from chat since you guys. Oh yeah, I, did, I guess ignore. we did ask just, because, just because we have know, a guest doesn't mean it. we have to completely ignore our chat room. <laughs> You know, Adam is that fussy friend who's always like, "Hey, we have to," and I'm the guy. I'm yeah, that I'm, guy usually. I'm, I'm so the I'm the fussy friend who decides to drive my brother and my friend to the game. I did. I, okay, I did want to yeah, say this. I'm the man, of the, I'm the man of the people. Right. I did want to give Adam. Adam. I did want Adam. That's right. I did want to give Ad some MVP love on air. Actually, Ad spent eight hours driving Alex and my drunk ass. <laughs> around yeah, yeah. like and i'm talking alex and i drank basically the whole time yeah. so i better have a fucking stock up 
thing here by surprise. That's eight hours in a car and then four hours a game. So Ad dealt with AJ and I drinking for probably about twelve hours. Yeah, and you so can, MVP. I'll give you. I'll give you your love because you're my you're my brother. And you can ch- and you can check. Now tell us what fucking chat said. And you can check out their drunk asses in our Cowboys <laughs> invade Seattle. That video that just dropped an hour ago. Go What's ahead, give it some love. If you're watching this right now and you're listening to us and you like us, fucking watch the video. Give it a like and subscribe. And like and subscribe. Okay, and all so that. chat says deuce. So Llama Gamer says deuce. Up or down? Uh, up. Uh, two-time Can Fan Award winner uh, Bocce Eric says Greer stock down. Okay, nice quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, True. at the same time, Llama, Llama Gamer said do stock up. Okay. And Tolbert's uh, Duke's do stock up and Tolbert, and then stock down as Will Greer. Uh, Double R says Vaughn stock up, Greer stock way down. Okay. Ruben Cano says do stock up. Man. We're at, for, at, well, they're thinking that Deuce stocked I up. I was the man of the people. Deuce Vaughn is the man well, of the people. Well, he had a nice touchdown. He looked shifty. Yeah. He had a shifty touchdown. Nice, I didn't nice even study. think about Will, Gre- Will Greer. No, me neither. But now that I'm thinking back, he did look like shit. So props to uh, Adam and no, no, Chad. all don't, the hey, people. I don't okay. want to take, okay. take any, okay. I don't take any of this. Chatham? Testing, yeah. <laughs> hey, the people's Chad. champ. The people's props chat. Props to Chatham for... Props to Chatham. Chatham. Props to Chatham for um, bringing that up because Will Greer is a great stock down. At the beginning, when we were seeing him in, in uh, at training camp, I thought he was throwing, you know, on par or even better than uh, uh, Cooper Rush. And I was like, okay, we might have a little bit of battle here, which is a great thing because I think Cooper Rush is a top-notch uh, backup QB. And so to see him come into the NFL game, um, although he was playing against ones uh, for some of that time too, still... I mean, unimpressive and seems to be a type of uh, guy who we could replace. Or, Smells uh, his own farts, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we could, <laughs> we could replace that, right? We could we replace, replace that, that fart smeller. Uh, the last, uh, last one, Mario Roberts says, Deuce up, Tolbert, down, uh, da- Tolbert up, Greer down, way down, Doddle up, Davis down. Um, and then Jeremy Anello uh, and I should have said this in chat, which I didn't think it. So this is a spoiler alert. Uh, Hunter Lepke. I want to see Hunter Lepke in the passing and run game. It's probably that's uh, still a stock nowhere near because I don't think he's going to make the team. Unfortunately, he'll be a, he'll be a practice squad. And guy. then uh, and then the last one here is the Llama Gamer says stock down my ba- stock down my bank account after buying cowboy tickets. So oh yeah, <laughs> facts. That's facts right there. And then he also that's follows good. up. He also follows up on your comment. Uh, I don't think that Deuce will be out there to pass block. I feel like his role is to bring spark to our team, which yep. is a little confusing because that's what TP20 is. Uh, you got TP20 who can kind of hit that fire. I think Deuce and TP20 are like the same. Imagine them both out back. there. Well, uh, Llama Ooh, Gamer, yeah. just wondering what game uh, you're going to. And with Hunter, <laughs> before we hop into this, with that hum- Hunter Lewepke, yep or Lepke, uh, get to the practice squad. I mean, we saw what happened to Dowdle. Knock on wood, it doesn't happen again, but there could be a spot opening up because if Deuce moves into that second slot, Davis is uh, kind of not playing like he did last year and playing yeah. more like what we're seeing this year. I'll bite he's not terrible, but you know, there's room for testing someone else in that position. So, okay, into it we go. Stock up. Let's stock check up. Stock. It. We, we need a jingle. I know. Uh, we, we need a jingle. It's on. It's preseason, so it's on our list for actual season when it becomes a regular segment where we don't have to have a nice slow roll in. It'll have some sort of jingle jangle hard intro. Cut, hard yeah. cut in. Hard cut in song. Okay, sweet. Let's do it. First guy here. Stock up. Rebound. See that little 
icon right by his stock up. Here, let me it's a little just, bouncy ball. Let me just adjust this. You're just here. listening oh, to yeah, this I audio. See that. If you're an audio listener and you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah, you <laughs> need to head over to youtube.com slash at Cowboys Canfound or just search Cowboys Canfound on YouTube or Google. And uh, come watch the show. So I'm going to run through his stats here. Rico Dowdle's week two stats. He had eight carries for 38 yards, which makes a nice 4.8 average. Zero rushing touchdowns and a nine long. So nothing flashy in the run game. Just very consistent. I sometimes like that, though. Just uh, your long is not, say, 30 yards. So, like, he broke for one long play. And then, uh, which is still... You know that's still exciting. Yeah, and like, his, like it. Like his average is four point eight, but he had yeah eight car- eight carries and a uh, a long of thirty exactly. And, and so, so it was literally every other carry was one yard. Yeah, yeah no, I, that, no doubt, no doubt. And then he had two targets, two receptions, hundred percent, yo, with Hi, no one thing. touchdown uh, for a long of eight. For a second, when I saw zero touchdowns there, I, and I was just reading the receptions, I was like, Anth was fucking telling me he got a touchdown. I don't, A, I don't actually even, I thought I was drunk. I don't even remember him getting the touchdown. It was that little bomb out. It's because well, you were filming AJ go absolutely yeah, I know, criminally I know. insane. I don't looking. even think, I don't actually even remember video. watching the game. The whole time I'm like, I got to make sure I can get the guys. <laughs> it kind of ru- it kind of ruins the experience for me. Well, next time we just all have to wear body cams. Yeah. <laughs> what are we, the police? Yeah, okay, so pre which equals his preseason stats, 14 carries, 59 yards for a respectful 4.2 average, still only along a nine, six targets, five receptions, so he's been a threat in the passing game, 42 yards, 8.4 average, one touchdown, 21 long. I like to see what he's been doing out of the backfield in the receiving game. Uh, uh, he's had a very good preseason up to date, and without that fumble last week on the half-yard line, he has a rushing touchdown. He doesn't have that fumble. He's probably on the stock up list back to back weeks. Yeah. So to me, right now, Rico Dowdle is the RB two in my mind. Yeah. Boosh. Uh, I I won't argue with Cowboy with you Nation there. will disagree with you, but that's okay. <laughs> I I really like his preseason stats. I mean, I do want to see a three peat because he I think he needs. I shouldn't say a three peat. I need a repeat of this second game. He needs to to um, keep that average going, get a rushing touchdown, and I think that really puts him in a good place. And, you know, you look at it, what he's got here in terms of the split that they're using him, this could be a – he could play more more snaps than, than you know, uh, what I was considering. Like, uh, Tony Puller definitely obviously is the uh, number one overall uh, and an untouchable in that ranking, but – I don't know. I think that Dowdle probably will see a lot of plays because they, if they can both run and catch the ball, then you can't really guess, oh, when Dowdle's on the field, they're going to be running it or, uh, you know, vice versa. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. I would like to see him in pass block, and I haven't really watched him pass block, but I don't think he had very many opportunities. So I'll have to look back into the, the game to look at that. But yeah, I was he thinking good. the same thing in, in regards mm. to pass block. Yeah. Which is what we're going to, we need to we have that back who can, and I, and again, I thought Hunter Lepke was going to be the one that could help come in and service that with some of the backs that we have, but he's not going to make the team, it looks like. So yeah, we need uh, Dowdle or Crash Davis to step up and start blocking some shit, you know? Yep, definitely. We are, we are, we are going to see a great difference in our offensive line pass pro this year without Zeke. Yep. It's mm. it's going to be felt. Trust me. There's a lot of lot of little plays that he used to just nip in the bud that we're going to we're going to really have to like, you know, hyper focus on this season cuz it's 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 going to get exposed. It's it's the, it's a natural 
you know, decline because you had such a great pass uh, protection back. But, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, they I, I'm hoping that they're they're doing a lot to kind of um, shore up that that particular issue that, that we're going to have all season. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you hear everybody talking about, you know, Zeke's contract, but when you look at his season last year, he had over 800 yards, 12 tutties, and he was a fucking solid blocker. Six offensive yeah. linemen when he was blocking on. And, right. and then a terrible <laughs> offensive lineman. Uh, when, he's the, the, when he's playing center. When he's playing center. But like. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this will be the season to see if, you know, if if Zeke was that kind of uh, – we talk about players who make a lot of uh, impact without it showing on stats. Could that be one yeah. of the scenarios? And, and possibly it will be. Nico we'll Dottle, though, looking good, looking good. Looking – oh, shit, hey, I haven't looked. Looking tough. He needed, needed a game like this. He needed to hang on to, to the football, you know, thumbs up. Now this is a a fun name, Juane 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 Thomas Juane Juane Thomas, cornerback. I love that ad pr- pronounces the J when it's not supposed to be pronounced and then doesn't pronounce it. <laughs> hey. Like Beyond, you're calling Beyond Beyond, but Juane, you're <laughs> Thomas. And I don't even know it's. I don't know if it's Juane or Juane. I, I think it's Juane. Yeah, and I put that interception in there. That's wrong, but. Uh... <laughs> That's from week one. Okay, well, what about that? Is that from week one? Crack him if Crack you got, him, if you got him, him, son. Crack him if you got him. But all the other stats are true. He had a great week, uh, too. Oh, yeah. He was a tackling machine, man. Nine, Nine tackle. total tackles, seven solo, one TFL. We're TFL boys over here. Zero pass defense, zero interceptions. Yeah, just ignore that one. And then but, his preseason stats, 10 total, eight solo, one tackle for loss, two pass defense, and one interception. Not bad. Nice. Yeah, so uh, what we saw here is is week one, he um, was playing more of just a, a coverage type of position, and then week two, he was coming in, and, and I don't know if it was just a change in the offense, uh, the t- style of offense that we were playing, or maybe they were testing him out in other uh, uh, positions in, within a scheme, but he certainly like unloaded in terms of tackles and being there where the ball was. So was he being tested? Was he playing more? These are all things I didn't look into. Okay. <laughs> here, 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 well, the other thing we got to need to look into is just to confirm his number because I sure shit. He's not number four. Oh, AJ has the wrong. He's 30. Well, I didn't this? even notice that. <laughs> he's that? 30. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> and actually, well, yeah, and, and actually, 30. in the in the book that you have right beside you, <laughs> Ant, you can we I have it there so you can fact check names. No, for I know, us. He, he. What do you mean? Oh, the it has their pr- how to pronounce their names. Yeah, this is right from Oxnard. Let's see if they give a pronunciation. So, no, that was on the depth chart thing we looked at. That wasn't in this book. Oh, you know what? It might just be hey, that he has like no beach. pictures. So you just put picks a pick random guy. <laughs> That's what popped up with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what pops up with him. Just pretend it's a three. Weird. He might have been forty I'm last saying, year. He was on the te- I... he was on the team last year. One way Thomas signed oh, yeah. to future. Yeah, he that, he, he was, was on number te- forty last year. That's all the photos. There, they okay. Have so AJ's got the right guy. Hey, good. Hey, let me he bring, let, hey, bring it over just so you can just so you can show the, the chat ripping him up. No, no, I was ripping oh, him up. I was like, I was like, I'm sure he's thirty. Am I fuck? And so I, you can look, go back and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like confirming his number because I'm like, am I fucking no, drunk? I, I, am I fuck? Am I fucking? That's the thing, thing with some of these guys is um. Well, they didn't make he did, he made the practice squad last year, right? So he never secured a number, and now he's back at with thirty. 
But he flew all over the field making plays, led Cowboys in tackles and snaps with 48, so they want to see a lot. They want to see a lot from him. Second most stops with three, but he did allow three catches out of three attempts for 35 yards was his only downside. Yeah. So, you know, he turned his tackles up, his, uh, but his... Just let everyone catch the football. I do think they need to find a way to get him on the roster, though. I like the way he plays. He plays tough. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the one that had the big pop. He did. Yeah, was- he, he's had two. He's had yeah, and this game, this uh, his big interception in in season in season one in preseason <laughs> in preseason in one season one and in season two he does a big pop. <laughs> he does. Well, he changes his number. I like this guy though. I hope they can find St- a way to st- keep him around. Yeah. I was going to say stock up because he went from 40 to 30, but technically that would be stocked down. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. All right. I'm feeling a Tolby. I'm feeling a Tolby coming up. Hey, but can never have too many CBs. Am I right? You're, you're not wrong. Well, uh, Mario Roberts says I thought he was a safety. He's a, like both. A hybrid. Yeah, he's like a, he's a yeah. DB. We'll just call him DB. a DB. DB. Because he can play both. Oh, this is one I like. Stock up. Isaiah Land. I like this one. This is another one kind of sneaky that we don't really know. You know, we don't really know much about him. I saw him at, at training camp making some plays, and I, I kept thinking, who the hell's that guy? And then Ad would be like, look at your book. <laughs> but his week two stats, three total tackles, two solo, one sack, one TFL. So that's two big negative plays. Yeah, The TFL and the one sack, that's what we're looking for. If you can even just do that every game, you're going to kill it. So for limited time... In preseason week two, that that's amazing to see. His total preseason stats so far have been five total tackles, two solo, one sack, one TFL, and one QB hit. So they use him. It, that's what I was kind of saying with you guys. They use him in a weird hybrid role kind of, right? Like he's not your prototypical linebacker. Like you almost see him line up on, on the, the edge a lot more than you'd see like an LVE or a Jabril Cox or a Overshone, right? Or more so, like a Micah Parsons? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's I, I'll never use the Micah word just because I don't think anyone's like Micah, yeah, but, but kind if, of. But, like, if you look at how the utilization, that hybrid player, as Barry Grant Jr. talked to us last uh, last year about when we talked about Micah Parsons, you, you, need, you need a couple more players that can kind of adjust to that type of role. You can't just have that one player in, in your defensive scheme uh, – that then then everybody can scheme up on that. So you get someone like Isaiah Land, and you see see the sh- uh, shades of like uh, uh, anyways, that, Lawrence I, Taylor. Yeah, no. he's the next Lawrence he Taylor. The, he's the next LT. Barry, what do you think <laughs> I mean, about it, that? It, it's always it's always great to have you know it's a it's a interchangeable parts on your defense, right? Where you can be able to just kind of seamlessly plug and play guys in different positions and really cause havoc on an offensive line, especially in an offensive uh, um, scheme and stuff like that. So, you know, Land fits that mold. He's aggressive. He, 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 he dips his shoulder. Well, I like the way he moves, man. And, and, and it's a guy that's fighting for a spot and you can tell that he's, he's extremely passionate and he's going for it. So I, I like what he can bring to this team, a little edge and stuff like that. And the fact that he's versatile, it, 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 it says a lot. The, so, highest-graded pass rusher with 80.1, tied with uh, Junior Fioco for most pressures. Love to see it. I'm. This is my biggest worry. We have so many guys, these undrafted guys, that are balling out. We're obviously not going to be able to keep all of them. Obviously, yeah. the overshone loss helps land in securing a spot on this team. But I just I can picture this now. It's going to be like a Ridgeway guy. Remember John Ridgeway, the big defensive tackle that we 
tried to keep on the practice squad and then the the commander scooped him up last season. I'm feeling like they we're going to let a good undrafted free agent get away just because we have so many good ones. Like it's going to be tough to keep everybody on the practice squad. I guaranteed there's someone getting picked from the practice squad to go on another another NFL roster. Well, you know what's crazy about that is that you know that that shouts that that shouts to our scouting department the fact that we're finding these guys we're finding these undrafted guys that are you know producing and, and playing well that another team will want them you know it's it's you know the the Cowboys have done a really really good job evaluating talent over the last decade yep. I would say oh I mean, they've they've been so good that every it's Barry right every single year it's yeah. like we have this one really good undrafted free agent. Right, it just feels right. like every single year. Last year, I'd say Marquez Bell was probably our our yep. our best undrafted guy. Did he get a lot of playing time? No, but he still made the squad. He was kind of floated around on the active roster or not. But I feel like every year there's a Cole Beasley or there's a there's just always someone that that no one expected that ends up coming into camp, playing unreal, having a decent preseason, getting onto the team. And I think there's definitely a couple guys that have the chance to do that this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have um, Jeremy Nello saying, I heard Bell is going to play that overshone role now. Okay, he's a good, good rangy size guy. And then he also says, I heard Land got the most pressures out of all the rookie edge rushers in the NFL. Oh, wow. That is, that's impressive. That's why he's on a stock up, baby! That's a stock up guy. And uh, Eastside Herald, that plug is back in the chat. Um, Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> well, Mar- Mar- Giving those trolls some love, you know? Marquise Bell, six foot three, two 205 pounds. We like that. Could be a little heavier, probably. I would uh, assume. Get you know, get him on a cut. Get him on. Get him on a weight training program. Get him on a give program. Him a, give him a couple but, months. But that's a nice size. That's a good size. Good good yeah, height. You like your. You like your. You like the size from the boys, size right? Size queen. You know. He's size queen. <laughs> size does matter to AJ. You know. That was a Freudian slip. I meant size king, but you know. <laughs> Do you have to have that happen to you, us when Harold's in the chat? Harold, <laughs> look what you do to me, man. Well, gr- uh, great, great, grade seven network says, uh, Harold, your mom says hi. <laughs> that means he's fucking her. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Harold, Sam Williams bust on your face. Okay, <laughs> next up, who do we got? This has to be. Oh, we got, we're going a bunch we got here. Four? I got, Holy. I made, look, Whoa. I, I took, I, I also looked online and, and got some stats and I added a couple. Um, because I didn't get any from you, Ad. You, yeah. Adam just said CanFan. And yeah, that was it. Well, CanFan stock is up this week. I was sorry. I was busy. I was busy working. <laughs> I and, missed that. I missed all of this. And and, and I was busy uh, cutting together our fucking thing. I was at the dentist waiting to go in, and I was just ha- I I I could I tr- went to send, and it was like your message is too long to send. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and, gen- and generally you're gonna just use whatever you announce anyway. So my my message too long to send. Ad's message CanFan. Well. <laughs> Here, here's I, the thing. Hey, I ain't wrong. Here's ain't the wrong. thing about Chauncey Golston. Let's hear it. It, it wasn't uh, difficult for him to have a stock up, and he did have a pretty good game when we're looking at the analytics, okay? Because we in do. Total, You're an analytic boy. Yeah, in total, he only had one ta- one total tackle, so, you know, nothing to Nothing's to jumping off about. the stat sheet there. But he had the second highest, he was the second highest graded player. He recorded two pressures. And he had the second highest run defense grade. Okay, so he was filling in gaps. He looked good. He was where he was supposed to be. Teams were running. Actually, the lack of tackles is something. It's more so that they're running away from the gap he's filling, basically. Mm-hmm. 
So no sacks or TFLs is a downside, but the tail of the tape isn't always the tail of the tape, is it? No. And uh, like, like, what did that, that guy say? Bobby Babadoui or whatever his name was? <laughs> was he, what? We were, he was talking about Mozzie Smith and how uh, as long as you make guys run to the outside. Oh, yeah. Bo- Brian Braddis. Brian Braddis. <laughs> Bobby Babadoui. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Oh, help me, Amadeus! <laughs> yeah, I thought you were rapping. <laughs> uh, I think I, I think I had a little bit of a mini uh, seizure. Over seizure. Here. <laughs> Are you right? Now put in the choir work. Put in the choir work. Bobby Babadooey. Bobby, Bobby Babadooey here. Okay, oh so God. I like to see Chauncey Golston, a guy that I yeah. didn't really even watch, but I like to see it. Some good. Another spot that we need to to have a bunch of as many guys in our front seven that are stepping up, the better. Yeah, and uh, you know, just worthwhile noting. It is. Give him a little love. There oh, he is. There he is. Did you just put the whole fucking team on stock up? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, hey, like, holy shit. There's a lot of guys to make notes. Listen, yeah, I did I res- put a lot. I did put a lot on stock I up. Res- okay? I, I respect it, but I don't really well, like it. The wa- <laughs> you know, next time if you help out with stock up, stock down, I can. You just helped with the groceries you know, once in a while. I didn't just see the dishes. AJ just ran with this shit. He put it's probably like fifteen stock up, <laughs> two stock down. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna be here. It's good. Bar- it's Barry's gonna be two a.m. his time in New York City. He's gonna be like, "Fuck, AJ, can you just fit?" Yeah, we get <laughs> yeah. it. The fucking water boy is stock up. Okay, okay, okay. We got, well, I mean, yes, this absolutely has to be a stock. Yeah, Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, he's he's 100%. been he's been balling out. 100%. Week two stats: six targets, four receptions, sixty six yards, sixteen point five average, which is a very nice. And a nice 35-yard long. His preseason stats, eight targets, six receptions, 95 yards, 15.8, one touchdown, and that 35 long. The guy's looking, I mean, obviously, guys are... Looking tough. People are like, well, wait till a regular season game. I think he's just going to be better when he gets his chances. At our, at our, at our, I'm seizuring out here. I think he's going to have a better chance with our ones... Yeah. And he's going to just even look better. He's going to have the easiest matchup on the field. Dak is comfortable Absolutely. with him. He's looked awesome yeah. at training camp. He's had a very good offseason. He's been focused. It came out that last year his confidence level was a two. This year he said he's way up there with a seven or eight. So I just, everything about him, I'm feeling great. Like Barry said earlier in the show, we slagged him pretty hard last year. And this is why you have to give these third round picks, these Mozzie Smiths, whoever, uh, some time to adapt to the NFL. And and I it's a, it, I just love the story around it. And actually, one of the big things about not being a stock up is he's already been confirmed as a WR four. Stephen oh. Jones came out yesterday saying Jalen Tolbert he's our he's our or he's yesterday the day before he's our he's our WR four baby. He's our guy. He's fourth option, fourth yep. best option, and which is good. A lot of people are saying Michael Gallup it could help or hurt. Like hopefully Michael Gallup's like holy shit this guy's playing. And you know what they say, competition just elevates everyone. So it's a it's a big year for Gallup, man, yeah. because if he doesn't if he doesn't come back strong off that ACL surgery, you know, it, it's 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 kind of like, okay, we're this is year two now, you know, or we have to go we're gonna wait waste another year of your production while we have this young kid budding, you know, waiting in the wings. So, you know, Michael Gallup is definitely going to have to keep Jalen Tolbert off his heels. Which is a great that's a great problem for us fans to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, go ahead, AJ. Just uh, one of the biggest things I think um, about his last game was he had four, four first downs with that's uh, with his uh, four receptions. Move so. those chains. Move those chains. Every catch was a first down. Yeah. 
Yeah, the uh, it it goes back down to uh, I made a little joke about oh I love the story about it, but yeah, I mean it's nice to see someone who we drafted in the second round. But when did we third? Sorry, third round. But when did we uh, when did we expect our rookies have to step up to the plate and be like the the like if if he was supposed to be our number three or number two wide receiver last season, that's a bad, we're in a bad situation there. But that Absolutely. was, that was what it was though. No, I know that's, that's what, what I'm saying. That's what it, it was. But yeah. any, any, yeah. he just wasn't, he wasn't developed, right? No, I, I, yeah. I, but what I'm saying is that the fact that we, we want to be in a position where you can bring him in and now he, right. he can sit nicely in a wide receiver four role. He can not feel like there's a lot of pressure on him. He can adapt. And the next, next season, maybe he makes the WR2 yeah. jump. We don't know. No, but- I agree. I agree. I agree with Adam with that. Like, you know, we, we should you. never Fuck. be expecting a rookie, anything to just jump in here and fill a role that we need to be like an important role right away. It should be like, weaning them in you know what i mean like you know I, i'm good with guys sitting a year or whatever and and figuring it out and then coming back that next year like like how tolbert is doing right now he's bigger he he he's you know the game has slowed down for him he looks relaxed you you talked about his confidence level being in seven or an eight now you can tell that he's having fun because he understands what the fuck he's doing yep rather than like deer in the headlights oh my god i'm in the nfl what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? So, you know, a lot of rookies need that. And I think, you know, to, to Adam's point, we should never be putting rookies in a position to like just fill a veteran's role and be an impact player right away. We should have contingency plans in place to let them be able to develop at, at whatever pace they're going to develop at. You know no, what I mean? And I, <laughs> fucking mute, you fucking no, muted me. You mean, I know, and I, I agree. I, was gonna, I wasn't when I, was I gonna say something first. No, but when I said that, I was like, "Well, but they drafted him to be that guy." That's not the player's fault. No, no, that's, yeah, that's no, no, the no, front that's organization. The front yep. office went into yep. last season with a terrible idea of how they thought Horrible. the wide receiver room was going to go. Like terrible, oh. they they completely fucked it. For as good as yeah. the the front office has been in a lot of other aspects of of the NF or of the the team, mm. last year they botched the wide receiver room. I honestly think if we would have had one other viable threat, the the team's a completely different team. We didn't have it. 100%. They ex- they expected 100%. Michael Gallup to be Michael Gallup. He wasn't. They expected Jalen Tolbert to step in as a rookie, and he couldn't. And I'm not saying that's anything to do with him. That was a total oversight. Organization. Yeah, oversight yeah. by the organization. But now it's looking like it paid off. Well, yeah. also, but look at, okay, so the, the, someone brought up in chat, and it's uh, Grade 7 Network. Jalen Tolbert under Brandon Cooks has really brought up his confidence, in my opinion. So not only is Brandon Cooks probably helped impact Jalen Tolbert, but also CeeDee Lamb. So when you bring someone like uh, Tolbert onto the team and CeeDee Lamb's your number one, well, CeeDee Lamb ha- doesn't have the veteran experience. Right. Sure, he's not a rookie, but he's not a veteran wide receiver. You still right. have to, we got to look at CeeDee Lamb. He didn't have anybody to help really bring him up. You had Amari Cooper in there, but was Amari Cooper the right type of veteran to help a CeeDee Lamb? No, possibly not. So you kind of now look at the wide receiver room and you bring someone like B. Cooks in who's gelling with Dak. CeeDee Lamb's not suffering from it. And and obviously Jalen Tolbert's coming up. And that just shows that the right veteran player on the team to help bring up some of these uh, rookies or uh, mid-intermediate, I don't know what you call a a, a CeeDee Lamb, Young uh, vets, a young vets, uh, bring him into their game is absolutely valuable, and I think everybody's benefiting from it, except for maybe Michael Gallup and, and even MG thirteen is. Uh, I'm ready to see MG thirteen <laughs> kill it, though. I'm ready to see it, Michael Gallup of old. I am. Yeah, and we haven't we haven't really seen him at 
any place. I mean, we saw him catch a couple nice balls in uh, train during training camp, but he's not playing. We saw you catch a couple nice balls during training. (laughs) (laughs) I was such a little kid there. I see you said I'm like, and as soon as that started laughing, I had to go for it. No, you're right though, but. This wide receiver room looks 10 times better than what yeah. we went into the season with last year. So there's And fun. also, too, you know, last thing, I guess, before we move on, like, I don't think a lot of people are giving T.Y. any credit, too. I think T.Y. probably helped him a great deal towards the end of the yeah, season of sure. just showing him certain things and, you know, making the light go on and be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, you know, so that that helps a lot, man. But, but you guys are right, man. Veteran leadership, you know, front office mistakes. You know, it smelled like Stephen Jones all over it uh, the entire offseason last year with the wide receivers. Yeah. I, I can tell when it's a Stephen Jones type of situation. Cat boy moves. Um, yeah, 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 fucking yeah. cat boy. You know what I mean? So, you know, but um, <laughs> but but we're 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 gonna we're gonna enjoy Jalen Tober this year, man. I think I think he's he's gonna have some big catches and put us in a position where. You know, we we probably didn't expect him to to do those things, so I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, man. Mirror mirror Cedric Wilson's numbers from his last year. Oh, Seti, man. Oh, I miss Seti. That's yeah, all I want to see. That's all. That's all I want to see. Okay, st- are we on stock down or Zay got on, four on. more dudes? No. Just, <laughs> I'm not going to respond in a negative way. <laughs> There's five slides left. <laughs> oh, okay. I like it. I do okay. like it. I do like it. But Let's there's see another it. stock up. Boom! <laughs> just boom! <laughs> Woo! Kale, you 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 just you go for it, go for it. Read your promo. It's not a bad thing that there's more stock ups than stock. Oh down, no, so. I, I had a hard time thinking of stock down guys. I thought it's just AJ's because last right yeah last right. last week we did three and three, so that's what I thought we were kind of going for. But I like yeah. it if we think a guy full full on has a stock up and we have a reason why. Fuck, there could be forty guys, and let's do it. Right. You, could right. you could you technically do let's say if there's a limit on the amount of slides and then you could have technically five stock ups one stock down in the future? Oh yeah, that could maybe, be. maybe that puts kind of parameters around ooh, it. Ooh, I, don't I mean I'm that. wild I'm wild west out here making <laughs> I, it. So. I know I love it. <laughs> I do too. I like it. I, I love it, guys. Structure, <laughs> yeah, put structure on it's, it. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome next week. I'm gonna be like I don't know if we have two guys or forty. <laughs> hey, forty <laughs> stock downs. My, my a little behind baseball here. My my take is if I get enough from us, then okay, great, I can make enough document. If but if I have to go start searching, well now I get into the weeds and now I make my own list. <laughs> oh yeah, and I I got three four guys I'm gonna add. Just don't know? be yeah, taking right. that don't be taking that control substance with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Don't be taking that Sam Williams. <laughs> no, no, down no. Now, baby. Okay, so Josh Ball, highest graded offensive lineman at 78.3, highest graded pass blocker, 86.5, highest rated run blocker, wow, 71.7, allowed zero pressures on fourth most pass block snaps, but he also right. allowed three pressures on 25 pass block snaps against the Jags. So he's trending up. So trending up. This is why he got the up. stock up. Okay, so I like but it. So he, he looked good. I wanted to bring it up because um, it's a uh, it's an offensive lineman. It's not a sexy position. And Josh Ball gets ragged on a lot. Oh, yeah. But yes. he had a good game. And looked by you. I do. When the one clip we watched of him getting burned by Mike, I said it looked like us on the field <laughs> if we were six foot eight. Just, <laughs> just like just like turning around. Like what are you t- he looked like the most unathletic guy ever in that clip. So I did rag on him for it, but AJ put in the work. AJ looked at crunch the numbers from PFF. No, no. <laughs> I'm oh, gonna no. uh th- these numbers came from uh Deffy's uh Deffy does a little highlights thing at the end and so I just went and uh, had a gander at a few a, a few uh 
social media accounts to give me some ideas. Give you and, some insights. But, but this one came from uh, from Daffy because he, I don't know, he must have the PFF I was going to say, which he got the <laughs> and, and, Hey, man, Josh Ball, the more the more younger offensive linemen that can start stringing together some good games, that's what we that's what we want to see. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. And, um, you know, it's still a concern. I don't know if if this means much, but let's hope for a, if he gets a chance in, in the third preseason, let's hope that it, that we see this again. It'd be nice to have a little bit more confidence with the O-line going in. Not saying that, you know, but it's a it's been a perennial problem with the, the boys, just that depth. And maybe that's something with all NFL teams. I, I got to yeah, I, I mean, sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. you go ahead, Barry. You're our guest. No, you you should talk just... before me. <laughs> now, I was just saying that, you know, Ball, he struggles with, the, you know, uh, athletic guys. Yep. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they got to figure out a way to improve his footwork also. So, it, you know, he's not he's not very fleet of foot um, and, and that can get him in a, in a lot of bad spots. But but, you know, he is trending. He had a he had a pretty decent week, man. So, like, I, I think you're going to have to use him in spot situations. Maybe, you know, it, it, the depth is going to be an issue for our offensive line. But, you know, if, if they can kind of mask him a little bit until he gets to the point where he's he's serviceable, I, I think that's the best route for him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, all we can hope for is just uh, more guys looking like they can do the job when we need to call on them. Yeah, right? so. yeah. But before we go to stock down, which I'm I'm assuming, crack them if you got them. Crack I'm, I'm assuming it's a stop down, but it, I mean, there's three more slides. I'm left. expecting a stock up. Again. Like it gets I, crazy I, I, out I'm here. Going I'm up. expecting a stock up here. Um, now, not to continually bring up the video that we just dropped. If you haven't watched it yet, go ahead after this. Uh, watch that uh, Cowboys fans invade Seattle Seahawks stadium. Woo woo. Uh, there's a and I, you probably don't remember it because you were wasted. But you said I don't want to see any three peats. I only want to see a repeat. So out of the <laughs> stock up list, who don't you want to see a three-peat? So by that, I mean you don't want to see them play uh, They don't need to play the, th- yeah. the three weeks. So out of the five stock ups, who, who are the ones? Tolbert. Tolbert. So Tolbert's Tolbert the does one? not need to play another preseason snap. No. Right, right. Mind. He's he's good. He doesn't need I, – I agree with him on that one. He's good. Does not need it. And I think anyone else other than that from our stock – I honestly could argue – I would like to see Dowdle because I do think he's still in a battle for that RB2 spot. I think – a big game from Malik Davis when all of them are playing goes towards Malik Davis. I think I'd need to see a little bit more from Dowdle. And, sorry, Dowdle was a stock down week one for us. So that's not a three-peat. Well, we saw a lot more of Dowdle yeah. and Crash Davis last week uh, over Deuce Vaughn. So that's where I was saying to you guys, it was a hot take. I was like, I feel like Deuce Vaughn's in that RB2 spot right now because he's not seen as many reps uh, as, as Dowdle and But they Crash won't put Davis. him in after those guys then. Those guys yeah. played the first snaps, and then he got the snaps after. If they're it, that, just doesn't make sense. They always play way. the yeah. The better guy will get the, the, the order snap. that they think they want to see. They want to see their guy that's possibly fighting for the RB two playing against either the starters or the second team. Right? What's the point of playing the guy that you're planning on cutting against their thirds. against their yeah. or their seconds? Yeah. Right? Like yeah, you're trying to get says, yeah. you're trying to get the most realistic game. Uh, attempt so they would actually would have been more it would have been more telling if Deuce Vaughn got snaps earlier in the game because they're like okay he's challenge against- that question Ooh. if you're if they're thinking of the RB two spot let's say for like a, a Deuce Vaughn then technically he most likely won't start those games it's going to be TP twenty so they're trying to maybe play him in that RB two spot I don't know I'm just saying hot mm. take here 
You want to see your best. You want to see your best. You want to see your proposed best players against their proposed best players. Sure. Facts. That's it. Like why put why play your why to play your second best running back against the threes. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. Deuce Vaughn's going to make the team. Deuce Vaughn's going to make the team. I think Deuce Vaughn's making the team regardless how they're... he already has de- a confirmed RB3 yeah. spot? Or yeah, RB- I don't think he's RB2. I think right now they're trying to find between Dowdle and Malik Davis who's who's that guy. And right now Dowdle's so managing then, him out. So then if Dowdle... Let's say it's Dowdle, then Deuce Vaughn's... So goes TP20, Dowdle... Yeah, and I think Vaughn. they'll, I think they'll skip Malik Davis. Di- oh, really? Okay, I do. So- I honestly do. I think they skip Davis. I think, I think right now they're... Putting Dowdle versus Davis, thinking that Deuce Vaughn's already on the team. I think at that point it'll come. It, it'll, it would come down to to scheme, and and you you would pick either TP twenty or Rico Dowdle before you would uh, Davis. So where they'll use Deuce Vaughn is going to be in very specific packages. I'm sure that's the main thing, right? right? So he's got his niche. He's got his niche. So I, that makes sense. But what will happen though is if Dowdle goes down then Davis would jump up to number two. Oh, definitely. Yeah, De- yeah I'm not saying because Deuce Vaughn's in the three spot, is he better than X or Y, right? I'm just thinking that Dowdle and Davis are fighting for RB2, where Deuce Vaughn has RB3 already, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then last but not least, before we go into the stock down, Rolando Rodriguez, our boy, um, R2, saying, Cowboys can fan, when are you guys buying the Deuce jersey? Uh, emojis, go Cowboys, <laughs> emojis, America's team. Obviously, as soon as he's confirmed that he's made the team, AJ, <laughs> on the AJ, AJ, man AJ, AJ will be buying and the Deuce Fawn jersey. And when that happens, we will be doing a, a, a group jersey. I'll buy. I'll buy. I, I, not, if, I'm not saying we all. Have, I mean, no, that's I want a Vaughn jersey. There, he makes the team. No, but there's a couple of jerseys that. Uh, that's when we're going to order to save on shipping. Yeah, fair. Yeah, we yeah, got to save, save on shipping. <laughs> that's just smart. In this economy, am I right? <laughs> okay. I right? Oh, hot take. See. This, now, is, this now, isn't a hot take, though. Well, we started the it's episode not talking take. about Mozzie. This now, isn't a hot take. Just while we're looking at this, and we did a, just have a conversation about the man, the reason um, that we placed him on stock down was because expectations were so high. So it's not necessarily a criticism of his play in a vacuum in that game. But it, or can I just... Yeah. Lowest graded player on the Cowboys. Yeah. He was the lowest graded player on the Cowboys. It, it, that automatically, we should just make the list. Who was the lowest player graded on the Cowboys? And they should just automatically be stocked out. Well, especially your first round You know pick. what I mean? Your first round pick. So did we think it, it's a concern? No, but ultimately, his stock is still down. Yeah, yeah technically it is stocked down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he's not a Pacific Northwest kind of guy. Maybe the air <laughs> fucked him up a bit. The smoke out here, it was smoky. Like, there's a lot of factors that Mozzie Smith could have an off that game. That is true. But the, the fact that he got bullied is just crazy to me. This, but this is the thing when he when he is out there with the ones, which you know we expect that he will be week one. Um, I don't know that 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 it's going to be the same thing because when he's on the field, it's like okay, focus on Mozzie Smith, and then yeah, you know everyone else is secondary there. So they might be testing some things too against the guy. I mean, um, I I just don't take too much as we have here in the blue comments, which means that they are. Good comments. Uh, he played against the ones, and and we don't want to overreact. But if he repeats this performance, um, we could have a little bit of concern. I don't actually know if he's going to play week. I was going to say, do, 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 do you think he even plays week three? I don't know. I was that. Yeah, is he a three-peat, or is he just a repeat? I don't know. I don't. I'd like to see. I, I I'm ready to see him with uh with the ones. 
Like AJ. Well, said. here's the thing: who, yeah. who, like he's gonna be a starter. I don't think he's not not gonna be he's, a starter. He's three right now. He's he's behind. He's he's not the starter right now. He's got Hankins and Osa ahead of him. True. I mean, yeah, Which you know what? Fine. And o- and Osa was fucking looking great in camp. Osa looks good. Hankins is good. If you but if you can just keep those three dudes, they're big guys, right? They hey. they run out of stamina. Keep all three of them fresh. Three, yeah, three. Hey, that's, yeah, great point. As a three, rotate, rotate them. Rotate exactly. Em. And as a three, you might still end up playing thirty three percent of the snaps. Oh, you'll play lots, man. You'll and, play lots. Yeah, and plus, and if he's a three and he's playing thirty percent of the snaps and he's and he's getting a worn down uh, ones, then maybe we start seeing him play at that college level. Well, again. let's just put it this way: if you out of the three guys, say you're in a kind of a pass rushing slash run defense section and Hankins is out you don't want Hankins having any type of like he's not pressuring the quarterback ever right so right. Mozzie's going to get more pass rushing down looks than a guy like Hankins Osa's obviously at our at our D tackle is the guy right now for the pass rushing special specialist and then the crazy thing we have so many good guys on the defensive line that you might even see us roll Demarcus Lawrence into the inside on passing downs because we're just that we're just that lucky with all these defensive linemen that we have. But back to the Mozzie stock down, he had a bad game. We're not worried about it. Let's just hope it's a, a learning curve. It's part of the the growth as, as a guy yep. tra- uh, going into the NFL. Yeah, this entire podcast, we've been talking about how much we appreciate the rookies and we don't want the amount of pressure to hurt their uh, hurt their effects for that first season. Uh, Mike and Leah in chat says, I don't care that much. He's a rookie. Sometimes rookies just need time. Yeah, yep. Mozzie That's Smith. it, Mike. Yeah, that time. Uh, That's what Albert Einstein said. Those rookies need time. Okay, um, don't Oppenheimer me, you fuck. <laughs> ne- next, that next. was actually a Barbie quote. <laughs> I saw Barbie the other day. Next, thumb up uh, or thumb down. I need a thumb up or thumb down. Yeah, thumb up. Okay. Oh yeah, both good. Okay, stock down. What do you guys think? Lead it out. Simi Fioko, wide receiver. Week two stats: four targets, one reception, minus two yards and his preseason stats have been eight targets five receptions 25 yards five yard average and a nine long i just don't think we have room for him i don't don't think we have room for him when you have Cavante turpin out there that's gonna that would be an easy wide receiver five um jalen brooks jalen brooks i'd rather see jalen brooks than uh this is the the thing you have jalen brooks who's basically was in fioco's spot right fioco i think was taken in the sixth round brooks in the seventh so similar things, right? The difference is Brooks has now excelled, right? Where Simi, they've kept him around because of his physical attributes, but he just never ends up putting it together. The guy has all the, the intangibles to be good in the NFL. I guarantee it might happen. We might cut him or try to keep him on the practice squad. This might be that guy that someone snags, yep, right? Because totally. he has all he has all the stuff that you need to be a good wide receiver in the NFL, just hasn't showed it yet. Oh, I yeah, thought Barry was going <clears> to <throat> say something smart there. No, you wonder what you... <clears throat> this is not Barry, by the way. Uh, sorry. This is Alex. <laughs> who? Uh, yeah, who? <laughs> you, wonder, you wonder what it is that he's missing. Is it, is, it, is it a confidence thing? Is it just a nastiness thing? Is it, is it just that he's a, a C plus on, on everything and not a B or an A on any attribute, you know, speaking in Madden terms. So <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I think it's more of a, uh, you know, a lack of separation attribute that he has. Like, you know, some, some wide receivers just don't have great footwork, which causes them not to have great separation as well. And, you know, if those two are two things that you don't have, 
you're really not going to have success week to week. It's going to be very, very like ebb and flow where you have a productive, you know, showing and then you'll be mm. you'll you'll bottom out and flatline because, you know, it depends on the level of competition that you're playing. If you're playing a cornerback that's really physical and can be able to get into your space and you don't create space, you're not yeah. going to be that effective. So a guy like him may need to take a little time to kind of practice that get get a little bit more uh footwork get a little bit more practice in regards to how he runs his routes what route tree he has and be able to improve there because you know i i I don't think that he's a finished product right now well i think you're right with that barry because his catch rate week two 25 percent and catch rate overall 62 and you know that if you're if you're having very small separation that's just going to make it harder to win out, right? Like the NFL, it's already hard to have separation, but if you're even less than the average, your right. your catch rate's going to be weak. Your targets are going to be up there maybe, but your average is going to be terrible, which is what Absolutely. we're seeing with them. So yep. that I think you I think you nailed that with them. My only question is how much can we string this guy along? Like this is what going into year three? I think yeah, this is it. It, right, right. It's more of like, you know, how long are you going to keep this project going? I mean, they have to see something in him, and it might just be what you were talking about and the physical attributes, right? They think that he's going to be this, you know, red zone target maybe or something else, and, you know, they're trying to squeeze every bit of potential out of him, but some guys just don't have it. You, you, know, know, you, know? you know, he reminds me of Barry a little bit, but they're kind of doing the exact opposites. A guy yeah. that hung around for a lot of preseasons and was just kind of always there but always had, like, decent preseasons, Miles Austin. Miles Austin was on a practice squad guy, kind of got fringe games, and then he just, like, one year figured it out. Right, figured it out. And then was an absolute fucking monster for two to three years. So, But the the, the difference between Miles Austin and Simi is at this point, Miles Austin in year three was starting to ball out in the preseason. Right, right? like he he was showing he he flashes. He looked better than any of the threes that he was against. He looked better than any of the competition he was against, and they just haven't seen that from Fioko, and this is kind of the, the point. Well, do we sash him on the on the practice squad and just hope he doesn't get picked? Which I think's his rate right now. What do you want? Do you want the guy that you've held on to three years and has kind of showed that he could play, or the rookie seventh round pick who you know everyone loves it likes the unknown, right? Like, what would you guys pick, Jalen Brooks right now or Simi Fioko? So oh, I think Brooks. that's the battle for the six right yeah, now. Jalen Brooks. I, I I would go Brooks because he's he's more of somebody that you can be able to mold. I think you've seen enough of Simi Fioko to know exactly what he's going to be. It oh, sucks because yeah. you had that hope for him. I mean, but like I said, he could be that guy gets sniped off us and then ends up having yeah. a great NFL. Career. And listen, and and systems matter, right? Sometimes yeah. you go to a system that can be able to to benefit him. Maybe they put him in a different position, you know, to kind of you know different offense where it's more of like uh, quick throws, and he can be able to just keep, like rather than him trying to separate and go downfield, and it's a timing issue. So it, it it really depends on what type of offense they're running. He do, I, I don't think that he fits what the Cowboys are trying to do. Yeah, I agree. Specifically when we change our offensive coordinator and you see other players start to excel, and yeah. this is his year three. It's um, just been stagnant. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it. you never want to be like, cut somebody, but fuck it. We- yeah, but here's what we – you you I do like the the loyalty and believing in a player, but at some point, then that player is now taking up a position where you could bring someone else yep. in who you yeah. who is the who has the same things. And so, you know, it is a business at the end of the day, and we're looking at athletes that have 
risen to the top, the, the fucking top 1.1% or whatever the hell you want to say. Very, very high level of, of, uh, of, of football. And oh, so, specimens. Specimens, right? So it's, you know, I, I personally think they gave Simi too long and I, and I've only seen him for two years. <laughs> and I was like, okay, after year two, I was like, man, if he's not going to make the team in that, in the, with the wide receivers that we had, or not even see the field, I should say, then what are we doing here? Matt, right? Matt, yeah. Madden, Madden GM, Alex, what would you have done? How, when, when, when would you have cut him? When his contract was the most efficient. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like, if he's, if he's on the team, if, I don't even know what is. He's on his rookie deal. Yeah, so he's yeah. on his I'll, rookie deal, exactly. right? Exactly. So, like, you might as well. Maybe that that's exactly probably what they're thinking. Let's hang on to him while he's cheap as fucking yep. Like, Well, and there was no one else to replace him the last couple of years, right? Yeah. This year there is. Like, Jalen Brooks has showed exactly. out. So, they're, they're, this is the first year that it was, like, last year, year before, okay, Simi, he's a fringe sixth wide receiver, uh, fringe practice guy that can jump around. <laughs> We're at that point that we have a lot of good wide receivers. This team could even run with five, possibly, and and save somewhere else on the roster because there's so many good players at every position. But yeah. I think he's gone this year. Jalen Brooks, in my mind, is going to be the sixth. Right. I agree. Okay, I AJ. Agree. So now, now we just move into the final oh, I two like this. slides. Just players to watch. And and, and I, I'll read them off. And then if, if you guys want to add any or speak of any of these players specifically, just shout it out. Okay. So we, uh, Marquise Bell. Jabril Cox, Devin Harper, and Ontario Drummond, who I think got injured today. He, is, no, no, no. Uh, no, uh, Durden. Durden. Oh, okay. Sorry. So Durden, Drummond, a, a, uh, Durden ACL himself. Right. Okay. So maybe I might have screwed. No, no. It's definitely Ontario Drummond. Yeah, that's but, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll say this. The top three, that's called the DeMarvian overshone fallout. Those three yeah. dudes are the dudes that you're looking at to see, hey, do we have something here? Do we have to look outside? Do we have to bring Anthony Barr back? Or are one of these guys able to kind of pick up the slack for what Overshone was doing? Yeah, and um, anyone else do you think that, that should hit on that honorable mentions? How about chat? Houston, uh, uh, Mike and Leah saying Drummond and 17 have looked better. So Yeah, Houston. Yeah, uh, Dennis has- Houston, he played last year. He started sure. for the Cowboys. Yeah. He's jumped around. Another guy, this is what I mean. We have so many good wide receivers yeah. that there's just like, you got to go with, I'd rather honestly see Houston as that practice squad guy over Simi Fioco, yeah, it's, to be cra- honest. it's crazy to think that Noah Brown was our like wide receiver three last. Year. I don't even like to like how, <laughs> how wide receiver two. wide receiver, wide receiver, two, receiver two like that is just fucking uh, mind boggling. Before we got Ty, and even then Ty didn't get as as much. But uh, statistically, at the end of the season, yeah, Noah Brown was up there in every reception category, right? So no, these are good AJ players to watch this this last week going into um, the game against uh, who the fuck are we even playing? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> who are you? Sorry, yeah, who are we we're playing, playing the Ra- we're playing the Raiders. Oh yeah, the Raiders. But Raiders. Bocce er- Bocce Eric says that nobody is talking about my guy Isaac Alacron at DT, and it makes me sad. I haven't really seen much from him. No, but I mean that we do love him. We're, and, yeah, we're uh, Alacron fans. Here's the thing: I think Isaac's got a, a place on this team for a lo- as long as he is it, it, his body's able to. Doesn't play count football. against the roster spot. Yeah, yeah, and and he's obviously. Shown enough. I mean, he's a big fucking dude. He's massive, man. When you <laughs> see him out on the field, is. number 60 just running around. Oh, he's huge. Talking about wanting to eat Dak Prescott's cake. The guy, <laughs> looked, the guy was massive. No, those are good players to watch. I like that. That's a good pick because those are going to be the guys. Now, here who is on the hot seat, and I and I do have Jalen Brooks, 
and then Hunter Lepke and Brock Hoffman. Here's the reason Brooks is on there is just we got a really we have a, a lot of potential a lot of potential picks here. You got to make receiver. you got to be that number six. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything negative, but he hasn't done anything to stand out. Yeah. Um, Lepke, who knows? I think his game is more of how is he going to play into blocking and is that even yeah. something he he's can a practice do? squad guy they're going to storm on there he's going to be there 100 yep. percent. and and brock hoffman just had a shit game um i mean <laughs> didn't have but by dash out there to block or to pick up for his fights <laughs> that's right well and and that was kind of uh, a reason i put, popped him on this list is because i uh, remembered his name but he he had a really really bad game i think he was like the worst offensive lineman ranked offensive lineman so um I mean, look, if and I if I'm talking about what Jerry Jones might be saying when he's yeah, out tell there, me so. what the hell are these stats? Get this man off. Cut this man is what I'd be saying. But Listen, hey, son, you're about to get your ass cut. We've seen players bounce back, right? We're, we're about we're those bounce back guys. We love bounce back players. What I what I'm hoping for, guys, is a uh, 52 or 53 slide <laughs> stock up. Report, yeah, uh, week one, definitely, yeah. So this is the thing going into week three against the Raiders. You're not going to see many of the guys that we're even trying to watch. Like you're going to get a lot of these. You're going to get a lot of these third stringers, four stringers, really getting. That's good. They're going to say, "Hey, you're getting three to four quarters here. Make us pick you. Make us pick you. Right. Be that guy that we're going to select. There's about three or four of you that are fighting each other right now." Are you going to be that guy or are you not going to be that guy? So they're really going to give those guys a lot of playing time. We don't want to see anybody play that has a chance to play week one. I don't want to see Mozzie Smith in week three. I don't. I don't want to see Jalen Tolbert. I don't want to see... I, I still think I need to see Rico Dowdle. I want to see all the all those running backs. Running backs I still go. think that's an unsettled position. And look, if Rico goes out there and has a great drive... Get him off. Get him off. That's good. We've seen it. You know, I, same Same with Deuce. Yep. And then yep. uh, fucking Davis and let Lepke, Lepke can, yeah, yeah, let Lepke have play yeah. the whole third four, or yep. three quarters or four yep. quarters. That's the thing. Yeah. Any any position that's still up for battle that they need to see, yeah, let those let guys play. let those guys right. play. Anyone yeah. else like a defensive tackle where we're sealed up, wide receiver we're sealed up, uh, quarterbacks. Obviously, you're going to see Will Greer probably get the whole game. Hopefully, not suck it up this time. Yep. But anywhere that there's for sure guy that's a for sure week one starter or uh, a two. Don't let them out there. I agree. Who would you be the most disappointed to see play uh, this Saturday against the Raiders? Tolbert. I don't want to see Tolbert out there at all. Dak. <laughs> <laughs> Dak's number four is running. Actually, I'd be jacked up if Dak came out for like one series. I'd be like, he's in, four's in. <laughs> I'd, be pretty, I'd be pretty stoked. I'd be pretty stoked but, for that. And Sorry, and I should have prefaced like except for like we the, the known starters. Well, th- this but is a, it, so whatever. <laughs> here's the the question. I mean, is the is the NFL or getting out is out statisticizing? And I created that word, perhaps. What a word! Is it what out, a word! It, is it doing that thing um, with with how they're because obviously now we only have three games instead of four. But that did it just correlate with with? data that said don't play your starters that 
switch or is it because there's only three preseason games that they don't play starters now like there's a lot of team like i remember football five years ago where it's like yeah starters it was a set it was set starters got like first quarter week one maybe or sorry first series week one maybe a quarter week two yeah then they played like sometimes two to three quarters week three and then and then preseason game four was like all the backups yeah so what it is now is you still kind of see half the teams or some of the teams i don't know if it's exactly 50 percent. week one their starters go in for a series we saw against seattle geno smith and the boys were out there for a few i'd say the first quarter well oh, yeah, all, Jag- all of all of lumen field knew that Jags- you were yelling at them for playing their ones and we're playing i know i was telling everyone i was like that's your fucking ones they just got sacked on by our two <laughs> But Jags and Seattle both played their ones. Their ones. Exactly. So there's there, there's no rhyme or reason, right? Like, it depends the co- what the coach wants to see. I'm a believer that Dak Prescott and the ones should have been out there for yeah. a series or two week one. They probably should have played almost a quarter last week. And then week three, they don't. I, I believe in rust. I don't believe in sitting starters before uh, playoffs. Playoff. I, don't, I don't believe in that. I, I think there's something to having some sort of flow. But I don't know if there's a set rule, whereas before they went to three games, it was kind of like every team well, did the same well, thing. Well, you posted something similar to what Daniel Thomas in chat saying. He said, we didn't play them last year, and we played like shit week one. Yeah. So there is that there is that statistic that all the people where uh, you posted. 11, so last year, 11 starting NFL quarterbacks didn't play in the preseason. And out of those 11 teams, those teams went three and eight in week one. Cowboys were one of those teams, one of the eight teams that lost week one. Yeah. Out of the 11 uh, yeah. teams and, that and, didn't start their and quarterback. A- AJ has said it a couple times, like, yeah, I'd rather them get hurt here. If, if the, that type of injury, they were going to get it, they were going to get that most likely. So get it in preseason or early on so that they have time to heal. Um, obviously, there are, you know, there's a lot of variables. ACLs are ACLs, but if it's a high ankle sprain yeah. or something like that, like... There's a, there's a there's a high chance that you'd get that the uh, Rolando because anytime R two says something oh, I, I gotta give our boy love especially if you throw all caps on in the fucking like <laughs> and this fourteen is our, emojis yeah uh, R two says Cowboys can fan the Jets are playing Rogers the head coach Robert Sala said you can get hurt getting out of the car it's football play the starters agreed emoji emoji cheers go Cowboys emoji Barry what's your stance uh, on this do they play do they should they play starters or do you like to see starters or do you what's your kind of split you thinking I, I think that, you know, it's it's more of an organizational decision, right? Like every organization does things a little differently. But I, I think what a lot of people don't realize now is that analytics play a lot to yeah. do in sports. And a lot of these teams are basing their information off their analytics department because what teams are starting to do now when you don't see them play their starters in preseason is that they're using a few regular season games as their preseason to kind of get into shape. And then they're like, hey, if we go one-on-one, we go 2 and oh, great. If we go on two, it's still a long season. We still got 15 games left now. We yeah. can be able to turn this thing around and be be able to get our sets in and be able to get our audibles down, whatever our, our, our line stuff is. So that's how teams are starting to approach it now is that they're using regular season games to get themselves ready for midseason and then the end of season to get ready for playoffs. Hey, that's actually a great take because you look at last year with the Cowboys, looked absolute dog shit against the Buccaneers week one. Dak Prescott goes out. The following yeah. week, we play the Super Bowl runner-ups, Cincinnati Bengals, and beat them with Cooper yeah. Rush, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, maybe that is a 
get a game if you're willing. I mean, this would be the one year. I know a lot of people think that the Daniel Jones and the Giants have gotten a lot better, and they have. But this would be the time if you were going to be like, hey, let's uh, use week one kind of as a feeler. Right. You're not going to get a better week one feeler. Right. Out of our first five games we play, like we play some heavy duty people. I That's actually a good way, uh, an interesting way to look at it. I guess the thought would be, when did they start? Like, what, when have they always had preseason games? Like, when was the first year that they introduced preseason games? And I'm sure it started as, like, one preseason game or two preseason games. I have zero idea. I know. As far as, far as like, whatever, 20, 30 years ago, it's always been four preseasons. Up till, yeah, up till, yeah. like, three years. Or 20, see- I should say 20 years ago. Yeah, it's up, always t- been- up till three years ago when they went to the 17-game yeah, right. season. Or 18-week season, I should say. 17 <laughs> games. Yeah. All I mean, right. There's there's just there's just no getting around it. Football's tough on the bodies, and uh, there's going to be injuries as we see. Right. So Barry Grant Jr., let people know where they can find you. It's always a blast having you on, man. Give it. Give yourself a shout out. Looking before we good. Get looking, looking slim. Looking slim. <laughs> you, you trim, old fuck. You finally look like you could dunk, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. My stomach was getting out of control, bro. I could I could sit a fucking cup on top of my. Oh, head. That's just a good yeah. move. That's just called yeah, a good. Move. Move. That's free exactly. furniture, baby. <laughs> nah, you know, if, if anybody wants to find my stuff, man, it can go on uh, All Even Podcast on YouTube, at All Even Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, on TikTok. I'm there. You know, people curse me out all the time on TikTok. I love it. Um, you know, it's just a lot of fun. My, my show is a lot of fun, just like you guys, man. Um, you know, I want to give a big shout to y'all, you know, hitting the 9,000 mark. Hey, thanks. Woo! Thanks, um, brother. And also, Y'all, 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 are, y'all are approaching 10,000. We're going for know, it. Probably, probably in the next couple of weeks. So, we're you know hoping. So, we're hoping. So, shouts to y'all, man. It's a, it's, it's a, you know, I remember when this channel had like five. Oh, and yeah. And it just, it, it just incrementally kept growing, man. And you guys are doing a great job. Super proud of you, man. You guys are putting in the work that it deserves that the channel needs to have. A hundred subs is coming. You know, the, the wave is coming, man. I always say that you all leave wave. Get on a wave. Cowboys can fan wave is just is just the same as if not bigger. So, hey, we appreciate it. Y'all, man, y'all, Barry, y'all the now that we're past that, like I said earlier, now that we're past this shitty part of the season, you're going to be back to your back to your award winning status. <laughs> yes, All right. Sir. Hey, yes, sir. For the bandwagon boys sitting over there. Adam running the ship, AJ doing his shit, bringing up all the great articles with his 45 stock up guys. <laughs> and me me just sitting over here drinking. We're ready for the regular season, baby. We out. Let's go. Yes,